0: This gospel has such profound meaning for our faith, for it is the centrality of the Paschal mystery. The passion of the Lord, his suffering and death, so that he may rise and so open the gates of heaven to us. There's a couple characters in this story that I'd like to highlight. The first is Barabbas. Barabbas comes from this word bar and abba, so bar means son of, and abba is Father. That's how Jesus actually addresses his father as Abba. And so Barabbas is not a righteous person. But yet the crowd chooses the counterfeit son of the father instead of choosing the true son of the father, which is Jesus Christ. How often is it when we choose the wrong things, even when we know what the right thing is to do? We choose the counterfeit, Right? Sin means to miss the mark. That's the word it actually comes from in, I believe it's Greek, but I'm not a language scholar. But it means to like miss the mark, thinking you're just throwing a a dart at a target, right? You miss the mark. You're still shooting in the right direction, but you often miss. And so I think it's so appropriate that we, as we enter Holy Week, are reading the parts of the crowd, saying crucify him, saying release Barabbas. Saying all these things because often our nature chooses sin, even though we miss the mark, even though we know sometimes what we ought to choose. But there is hope too. Some of these other characters come forward in this gospel reading that can give us a great sense of hope as well. Think of Simon of Cyrene. He's pressed into service even against his will, and yet the gospel writer says it very very particularly the father of alexander and rufus we wouldn't know he was the father of alexander and rufus if he didn't become part of the christian community afterwards and so the gospel writer is saying this was the moment that brought simon to christ this is the moment that brought him to christianity even though he did it unwillingly he eventually encounters the love of god and ju- and and his life changes. And one more character to highlight is the centurion. He sees the veil torn into the veil of the sanctuary, which was to be the holy of holies, a place where the high priest would communicate with God once a year. That was seen as the dwelling place of God in the temple. And the veil is torn in two after Jesus dies, showing that we have access to God, that Jesus Christ has opened the gates of heaven, and that through our baptism as the church has developed, we're able to truly call God Father and have a relationship with him. And the centurion, a Roman soldier, an unexpected person says, truly, this was the Son of God. How often does God speak through the most unexpected of voices? But since the rubrics say that I should only do a short homily, I'm not going much further than that. Even though I was, the friars were joking at me in the sacristy, so you're going to go for 20 minutes, right, Father Stephen? I said, sure, that's just as long as the gospel is. But no, I will uh, finish there. So as we enter Holy Week, let's be encouraged. Let's be encouraged that we are part of the story. And I invite you, as we hear this Passion Gospel and we're going to hear a a similar one on Good Friday. It's going to be from the Gospel of John. Look as we read this. Find yourself in the story. See what you relate to, whether you're like Barabbas or the centurion or Joseph of Arimathea or the lady who pours out all of that costly perfume on the feet of Jesus. Find yourself in the story because God has a part for us to play even now. May God give you his peace as we enter into this holy week.